Hey, so what is going on, everyone? It is me, Mr. Mario. And Dope Swinner. And how do you do today, Daniel? I'm doing fantastic. How about you, brother? I'm doing quite well. Thanks for asking. And Daniel, what do we do here on Mod Chat, and what are we talking about today? Uh, Mod Chat is a place where we talk about any and all things modding. It is a uh, basically what we decided to start up because of the lack or dryness in the modding scene. So that way, those of you that wanted modding content, we deliver. And today, we're going to be talking about where we see modding in the future. Absolutely. And this is episode seven, so we've been doing this for uh, seven months now. We should, I feel like, give us a little a little pat on the shoulder. Exactly. Yeah, I just I just did it to myself. Mm, feels nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, you know, how did we come up with this topic? Uh, well, originally, I have no idea, but I can tell you how we decided on it as of recently. <laughs> um, basically, I, um, I, well, I myself... Um, had recently been seeing a lot of stuff about modding um, going onto Xbox One and I believe PlayStation consoles as well. And this isn't modding like, you know, uh, last-gen consoles where there was JTAGs or RGHs or anything like that or any kind of actual software or hardware, you know, modding. But basically, these are games that are going to be including ports of PC mods. And the developers of these games are... Uh, basically require, I almost saw a statement, I wish I had it on my head, but I read somewhere, um, basically saying that they were requiring the mods to be made available for gamers on consoles, which is crazy to me because, I mean, that's like one of the, uh, aside from the constant hardware update and upgrades with uh, PCs, that's kind of like one of the big things about the PC community is the ridiculous amount of mods, which basically um, extend the life of games due to the fact that there's constantly new content being created by the community. So to me, like having that readily available and easily ported from the PC to game consoles could be a pretty huge thing, in my opinion, at least. Yeah, no, I think it's pretty awesome, and I am fully behind it. Now, of course, as Daniel said, this is not modding, you know, like opening up your console, like flashing a drive, whatever it is, to play, you know, backup games or anything like that. No, this is in-game modding, and I do have to say that they did a huge announcement with Fallout 4 at E3 of this year, where, in case you missed it, they said that they are, I hope it's going to be on PS4, but at least on Xbox One, I know that for sure, they are going to be supporting mods on Xbox One, so all the mods are going to be free, and any mods that you play on PC, you can play on Xbox One. Now, as I said, I don't know if this carries over to PS4, I really hope it does, uh, but this is actually not the first game on consoles to officially support mods. Uh, another game, the only other game I could think of, actually, there might be others, so somebody drop it down below in the comments section if you know. I don't want to see Minecraft, because Minecraft doesn't count, because you have to buy the mods and all that stuff and the skins, uh, but Unreal Tournament 3, only on the PS3, it's a supported mods it didn't support mods on xbox 360 but you could load like modded maps and everything directly onto the ps3 version yeah i i, I know that um personally because i get a lot of my news through i follow like uh some of the bigger game publishers and news sources on twitter and i do know that i saw a couple other ones i can't i wish off the top of my head like i said fallout 4 is the last one that i saw um and that's what really got me reading about it but i know that i definitely saw at least one to two other ones um so i mean to me again that's freaking awesome i i still like think that I basically am primarily going to be PC gaming aside from console gaming, you know, you know, play with you or if there's exclusives or something like that of that nature. Oh, thank um, you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're the exception, Mario. When you want to play, you let me know. That's what these consoles are for, Mario. Um, oh. but, <laughs> but I mean, um, I definitely think that this is a really, really cool thing and a definite step in the right direction. Um, again, I, I kind of like one thing that makes me wonder, though, is how this is going to affect potentially like modding of consoles because obviously like this these things are not you know they're nothing to do with like piracy or anything like that but i wonder whether this is kind of going to prevent people from wanting to completely crack open systems because they'll have like you know some form of modding or do you think that like this won't really have an effect on that like that core um modding community that wants to like you know essentially hack or jailbreak or unlock their consoles i don't think it's going to have an effect at all the reason why i say that is because one people look for unsigned code on these consoles two people are looking for you know either backup games back up their collection or even pirating games they don't have to pay for games using other methods uh but in addition to all of that uh 
most of the time, here's the thing I've noticed, the difference between console modders and PC modders. When you think of mods on PC, you think of, you know, just an infinite amount of things. Like, for example, you know, Zoidberg monsters and Skyrim along with, you know, lightsabers and all that stuff. And whole new campaigns, kind of like, you know, there are mods that you can apply to Fallout. Like, I think one of them for a new Vegas... I want to say there's a mod called, like, New Brazil, where it, like, takes place in all of Brazil. And it's like, you have a new game right there based on the game. You've also had wow. games come out of fruition uh, from mods of other games. Like, for example, you know, the Counter-Strike series, it was super moddable. So Team Fortress came from Counter-Strike. Uh, what was another game that was specifically off the Source engine? Uh, Gary's Mod. That's another thing where that's a mod on its own that started off as a mod from another game. And now people are building games on that mod. So, kind of an inception thing right there. That's what you think of in PC. When you come to consoles, what people think of on Xbox 360 and PS3 is unlock all, unlimited everything, infinite everything, a ton of money, things like that, which is essentially cheating. So you're talking about less creativity and more just giving yourself the upper hand. Exactly. Yeah, it's like invincibility, things like that, which, I mean, you could do that on PC as well. There are trainers, there's modifications you could do in-game and all that. And there's some games I'd like to do that as well, too, and I will do it if I feel like it. But on console, nobody really thinks of, and I know people are going to cite, you know, for example, on a JTAG 360, you can port over um, some mods from PC to the Xbox using, like, playing uh, Skyrim and all that. Those, I mean, you can, but here's the thing I tell people. I've played Skyrim on PC. I've played it on Xbox 360. Xbox 360, it, it, the game wasn't meant to play on there. It's horrible on there. It crashes. It's buggy. It's slow. So I would never, ever run mods on the 360 version of Skyrim. Um, but aside from that, as I said, I mean, just the core root of it is people on Xbox and PS3, you know, other consoles, just don't really think of mods as, you know, creativity. They just think of it as, I can get unlimited money and things like that. Got you. I mean, well, okay, question. I don't know if this is going to start a flame war, but would you <laughs> would you say that, not maybe not factual, but in your opinion, would you say that, and maybe the answer to this is actually obvious, but PC gamer versus console gamer, the console gamer, for the most part, is more of the casual gamer versus a hardcore gamer on a PC? I would say no to that, actually. Um, okay. The reason why I say that is because I've seen people who have elaborate gaming PCs who don't play on them that much. They play, you know, one game every few months, something like that. And mm-hmm. I've seen people on console who, you know, will go hard in the paint on there and play, you know, Call of Duty or other games for 12 hours a day. In fact, I think when I was exclusively on console and also when I was younger as well, I was playing a ton more games on there and I would classify myself as a hardcore gamer on the consoles. Okay. Well, because I, I know, like, I've, I've heard all sorts of things, too. Like, some people say, like, oh, even if you play a lot of Call of Duty nonstop, like, that doesn't make you, like, you're just a casual gamer if you just play some first-person shooters and stuff like that. Again, I'm not trying to get into Flame War. I just kind of wanted to know, um, that was kind of a generalized question. I wanted to see what your opinion was on that. That's all. Mm-hmm. I, and see, I feel like a hardcore gamer is somebody who just dedicates a ton of time to a game, and they don't have to be, you know... They know quite a bit about it, and it doesn't mean they're pro or anything like that. Like, I play a ton of games. I also suck at a ton of games at the same time. Now, I would consider myself, you know, a moderate to casual gamer just because of, you know, constraints with life and time and things like that. But when I can, if I can play, you know, a game one or two hours every single night a week, I'll try and do that if I can because I really do enjoy gaming. It's just another hobby for me. Yeah, no, I definitely can agree with that. It's a nice – for me, it's a – it's kind of a nice little escape, and it's, for me, also a way to kind of just decompress after a day of work or school or, you know, whatever. Absolutely. Like, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, have you heard of the game Hatred? I Yeah, you told me about it, dude. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't remember if I was telling you about it, but see, it is just bloody and fucked up, and now nobody even knows about it anymore just because it was a real hype game and everything. I'll say this. I played it one time, and it's an okay game, but as fucked up and sick and sadistic as it is... I felt, like, a feeling in that game that I hadn't felt in years. Like, the last time I felt that game was one of the first times I ever played video games where I felt unparalleled freedom and all that stuff. Just because, yes, the point of the game is you have to go around and murder people in the most grotesque ways. But, like, I was playing through it, and I'm like, fuck, this is, like, something that would really happen. You are controlling a maniac who is just killing people. Like, for example, at one point you have to go to a house party. You can do whatever you want to, really. But when you're going through that, you're like, you write the storyline here in a way. You're choosing what you want to do. And that just, like, that unparalleled freedom just... 
it was a feeling that I hadn't experienced in a while, and it was definitely a good feeling, and that's why I like games, not just like that, but, you know, other games, it doesn't even have to be something like that, like, there's games that, you know, I've played, and I'm just, like, on the brink of tears playing them, there's games where I've played where I'm just... The only thing I can think of is happy while playing yeah. them. That's it. Uh, Minecraft, for example, we talked about it a little bit prior to this. That game puts me to sleep, and it's a fun game at the same time, and I enjoy it. So to me, to me, it's almost like an interactive movie in a sense, dude. You know, you've got you got a storyline, you've got a lot of uh, cinematics, and then but you also you're interacting with the character, and basically, I mean, certain games you can choose the outcome of you know whether you're good or evil or you know various other things. So I, I definitely will say that. For me, as I've gotten older, it's harder for me to focus on storyline, which sucks. But when I do actually, I, I could sit there. Like, if I have a good game that I'm actually engaged in, dude, I mean, an hour and a half, two hours later, I'm like, dude, where the fuck did the last hour and a half go, you know? It, which is great. That, that's a good feeling. It means you're getting lost in the game, essentially. Mm-hmm. And that's really what the game developers want at the end of the day. They want you to, you know, get lost in their game and enjoy it and all that. And I feel like, you know, kind of coming back to this, I feel like that is what modding's supposed to do. Modding is really, uh, at least on PC and with the mods we're going to see in-game on these new generation of systems, uh, we're going to see, you know, here is our base game. This is what we made. Now you have the canvas. Yeah. I, I I would like to see, um, which again I don't know how much people like OG modders, if you will, will like this. People that actually do develop stuff for the PC, but I think it'd be really cool if for um, consoles. Well, I guess it, I'm just trying to think, dude. Like with the mods, they're probably going to be implemented somehow into the actual Microsoft Store, right? I mean, I know they're not going to charge, but I don't see. You know, how else you transfer them over? The way I'm predicting they're going to run is that in the game, you'd access a in-game marketplace, like a Bethesda marketplace or something. And from there, you download the DLC or like quote-unquote DLC and like mods within the game itself. Okay. That's how I feel like it will be handled. Because in there, they'll also have like a mod manager, I can imagine. So I'm assuming you can even go into the settings and say, yes, I have these 10 mods in, uh, active right now. I want to disable these seven mods. Well, one thing I will say that would be awesome about that is that the fact that if, if you're downloading them through the game, which I would imagine will be from a secure server, then you're not going to have to worry about... I mean, again, you're on console, not PC. But on PC, you've got issues of like with GTA, how there was a guy that uploaded you know, basically a virus into... The mod, well, it'll be nice, like, to have a really easy way to download mods and not have to worry about any kind of bullshit, you know? Mm-hmm. And see, at, at the same time, though, they are going to have to monitor it in some way because, like, for example, graphical mods, I don't think they're going to be supporting those very well on on console, if at all. Just be, just because of the architect of the actual console? The or? architecture and the limitations of the system itself, too. Like, for gotcha. example, there's, I mean, in five years, we're going to see... Uh, like, for example, my current computer, I'm sure it could handle Fallout 4 pretty well. In five years, we're going to see mods for Fallout 4 that are graphical mods that will bring my current computer to its knees. Like, those, and you know, the Xbox One and PS4, they're less powerful than my current computer here. Like, if you put them on there, you're going to have your system overheating. It's going to brick, you know, it will die. Something bad will happen to it. So, uh, <laughs> even, even if they don't do viruses, I'm sure developers could, uh, let's say they supported visual and graphical mods, they could just troll users in a way. So, it's just like the most intense graphical graphical mod that you can put on and then like it's available on consoles and it just like overheats your console within five minutes or something that's true huh causing your console to basically just tap out or something like that exactly so i really don't think visual mods will be supported like the gate but it depends like skins i think will be supported but like complete texture mods i don't know how they're going to handle that well i mean I personally, the only the only times I've ever used like a full blown mod like that or a texture mod is on uh, Minecraft, actually, dude, to make it full HD. Which, by the way, if you haven't done that, well, you don't have it on PC, you said, but um, if you ever do end up getting it on PC, dude, oh my god, it looks fucking amazing. Some of the uh, some of the actual textures that people have created, but I, I really feel like even if like that's not the case where you, and you, you you know you can't you can't get them on consoles like you're you know you're basically predicting still like that to me I'd rather much I'd much rather have like additional game content than just textures you know of course so i mean it'll, it'll still be really cool and i mean for me i i don't know i just i feel like that is just a really awesome thing dude and i mean i don't know why we haven't really seen it sooner. I mean, like, I guess in a sense, like, mods have always kind of been around. Like, in the old GTAs, you're always able to do, like, your little combinations to get unlimited, you know, limited guns. Those or, would be you know, cheats, fi- though. Yeah, okay, yeah, cheats more so than extensions. But, I mean, this this generation of consoles uh, is, like, that's kind of, a to me, a huge... Uh, breaking point or a huge stepping point. It is. And I, I will say this. I think this is going to be a given, but I really 
I only support them in single player. I don't want it affecting games with leaderboards, and I don't want it to hit games with the multiplayer. Which, which, in my mind, I don't think that they yeah. would allow that. You know, I just don't see that happening. The, the even with like GTA on PC, you know, they said they're completely fine with you doing mods on multi. I mean, not multiplayer. I'm sorry, on, on single player, but multiplayer. That's different because then why why are you gonna try to be strategic with the game and do bet your best when someone could just come along and you know hack their way to the top? Exactly. Yeah, that's why I'm saying like if mods are supported on a game, I don't want that game having online leaderboards, and I don't want any of the mods to leak into multiplayer if multiplayer is available on that game. But then then again, the one thing I will say too is that just like um, you know with JTAGs and stuff, they came out with the whole um, what you call it the whole. Uh, infections or whatever um it'll be interesting to see if there's not some smart developer that comes out with something that does something similar even though again I mean, these are all these mods i'm sure are gonna have to be pre-approved by the developers mm-hmm. but it'll be it'll still be interesting to see whether there's not somebody else that's smart enough to come ha- somehow like kind of finagle the system you know that would be cool and the, the thing is like i do think that those infections are cool the only thing is like the developers just have to only allow mods on their single-player games. So, like, Fallout 4, it's a single-player-only game. I don't have an issue with that being modded. What I do think would be cool, though, is what if there was a mod you could put on where, like, on the console version of a game, you could actually access, like, the developer console on there? You mean allowing you to basically create add-ons for that game? Uh, like, give yourself, you know, items and all that stuff. Where normally in games, like, there's, like, a debug menu where you could hit, like, tilde, and then you could, like, hit, like, add item or whatever it is. Like, oh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Even a lot of those console games do have the debug menus and developer menus inside of the retail versions. It's just you have to modify them because they essentially just disable the code on the retail version. And unless you mod the game or you have a modded system, you can't access that. What well, the reasoning you'd want to be able to access that just so that way you can have fun by yourself, basically? Yeah, just completely it's... manipulate the game. Okay. Well, it's basically in a sense though, it's kind of like when um, you have like the mod menus, right? But essentially, it's like uh, the actual official developer menu, right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Then I have I've seen it before in like is it Halo or what game is it? I saw uh, along long... Halo. Not yeah. Uh, Halo Anniversary does have one that's disabled in the Xbox 360 version. What about the OG Xbox? Do they have it? I feel like I had a debug menu. Uh, uh, I don't know. I want to say no. Okay. I know I've seen yeah. the debug. Although it could have been. I don't, I'm not sure. Maybe somebody can answer that. I know, I know quite a few people who watch my channel are interested in betas and all that. So uh, wink, wink, they might be able to help us out there. Yeah. Which, uh, you've been over, I think I told you this before too. You've been over to Assembler Gamers, dude, and seen uh, those forums? Yeah. Yeah, they have a lot of like. I mean, if you're if you're into um, collecting, you know, rare hardware and, and things like that of that nature, they have so much cool stuff on that forum. They really dude. do, and it's just like, oh, I wish I had infinite money. Oh yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. You got to have deep pockets if that's your if that's your uh, your hobby of exactly. things to collect. You know? I'm, I'm just like, oh, I don't want to pay like eight hundred dollars for a dev kit. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, dude. There there was um, oh god, what did they have? They had, it wasn't even an Xbox kit, it was, uh, was it like the, I think it was like the GameCube developer kit, but it was like the one where the GameCube looks like an actual desktop, dude. Yeah, I've seen that. so badass, dude. Mm. I I would love, I mean, I wouldn't even be able to do anything with it because I don't have the knowledge. It would more just be like a trophy on my shelf, you You would just rub your face on it. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah, dude. I'd I'd probably just put it in the middle of my room and like do weird chants and walk around. I'm just kidding, but like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's still, I I just, I I can appreciate kind of like rare hardware like that, you know what I'm saying? Of course, of course. Now, I mean, we've talked about this about halfway. We're we're near the halfway point of what we normally work with. And one thing I know a lot of people probably want us to talk about, which I expect us to talk about, is actual hardware and software modifications to these consoles themselves. And what do you think of that happening? Oh, God, it's so hard to say, man. I... I haven't, I haven't at all, um, due to just being so busy, been keeping up with like any kind of gossip around the forums, or really been digging into anything at all. Um, as you know, we talked about earlier. I made that news article on the PS4 basically being able to run um, backups or pirated games or whatever. It which, was a lie. Know, yeah, which <laughs> we basically established the fact that since there's been no more information about it, and the, the 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 basically the consensus is that it was false information. So well, um, I, I'll just say because I'll, I'll explain to people because nobody else besides you and I was talking about this prior to the podcast here, but. Uh, the biggest thing was like even me reading that article and the instructions i was like this is fake uh mainly being like i'm not saying i'm a genius with this stuff or anything but i've worked with enough systems and modifications and 
the way the guide was written, they were saying, like, we have to be general or else we don't want to give out our hack uh, just because they were charging for this. Uh, supposedly, they were charging, like, $100 for this hack with, like, 10 games. Uh, but they were saying, you know, you have to open up your system and you have to dump the NAND using Raspberry Pi and then ride it back over and do all this other stuff. And I looked and I'm like... You know, anybody that's like halfway tech savvy that knows what Raspberry Pi is can write a fake guide like this really easily. And there were people that didn't know about it, so I'm not going to blame them. They weren't familiar with the modding scene, but they're like, wow, you can crack these systems with the Raspberry Pi. And it's like, no, what they did was they just used hot buzzwords and keywords like cloud. Like they didn't say cloud, but for example, like how Microsoft was throwing around cloud computing for the Xbox One. Uh, pretty much that's what these guys were doing with the Raspberry Pi. So, you know, they were throwing that around. And then even the proof, quote unquote, proof video. I saw I looked at it and I was like they're not showing any proof like they they really didn't show you know explicitly a pirated game running on the system or backup game running on the system they showed games running but the video I saw could have very easily been fake at the same time yeah well, well the only thing uh, when it comes to the Raspberry Pi I will say being such a like general piece of hardware that has the capability of doing anything it's not impossible though, that, that a hack could come out that does involve a Raspberry Pi yeah, and if that does happen, like, I, I think I'd be cool with it. Like, it'd be definitely interesting to see, and I would get some Raspberry Pi, like, some, uh, well, some use out of the Raspberry Pi that's sitting on my desk right now. Uh, but as I said, the thing is, just when I was reading that and when I saw the article, I'm like, yeah, no, this is just, this is fake. And also, there was nobody, there was absolutely nobody that had performed this system that came forward to prove it. Yeah, no, that that is true. Again, I, my my biggest thing was I saw it being pretty much posted around everywhere, and I was like, oh, even on Seven Sins, like some of the dudes were like, oh yeah, and uh, XP Game Saves everywhere pretty much was kind of like eating it up. But I and guess that's the thing, like people were eating it up, and I'm just like, how do you all not see this is fake? Yeah, <laughs> like I, even uh, if it's real, you need more proof. That I'm yeah. sorry, that that whole tobacco it, just, it pissed me off. Yeah, I wish it was real. I will say that though. I mean, I mean, no, again, not that like, not not that I'm stoked that the PS4. Is every everyone the only purpose of that was to like play pirated games? But still, like it was cool that something had maybe been done to it. You know, even another thing was when the PS4 just came out. There was one hacker who yeah, he's he 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 takes claim for things and he just spouts a bunch of bullshit and he's fake. I don't remember what his name is, but he essentially said when the system came out that he had a jailbreak for it. And here's the thing, like, he, he wrote up a guide, and if you looked at it, it looked pretty legit, but you couldn't find his file anywhere. Like I, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about, but you, uh, could, I, you couldn't find his jailbreak file anywhere. And even when I looked at the guide, it said you had to put the file in this folder and this folder, which made sense. But the, fo the file itself was called something like, I'm just going to make this up, like PS4 update dot, no, PS4 jailbreak.pup and it was just saying you know you put it on your flash drive you load it up on the system and it, it installs and i was like that's bullshit because there's no way the ps4 stock firmware would detect a file name like that yeah yeah that's how i knew that was bullshit right there and also as i said you couldn't find the file anywhere and there was no proof of it <laughs> I, I feel like wasn't there quite a lot of kind of fake bullshit right when the consoles first came out yes and there were also people who were saying oh yeah the game like the systems are going to be modded so easily the systems are going to be emulated so easily i'm just like no people are saying that because it's x86 architecture and they're acting like oh we know how to hack stuff on pc we can hack these systems easy it's like no that's not how it works there's they're going to be harder to hack because well, sony doesn't want a jailbreak happening xbox doesn't want you know a flash system or a jtag happening well, I know that people were saying that about the Xbox One because basically it was running like a dubbed version of Windows uh, Windows 8, you know, so everyone was saying that somehow, some way it was going to be easier to hack, but obviously it doesn't seem like that's the case at this point in the game, you know, because I mean, it's been, they've been out for what, like a year and seven months now, right? Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, and I'm, I'm not... I'm not trying to sound arrogant about this, but what those people were doing was they were looking at the surface of everything. They're like, oh, this thing runs Windows 8, and it's x86. This thing is also x86. We know how to new how to manipulate that format. These things will be hacked in no time. And I'm just like, you, no, no, that's, no, that is not well, how it works. It, it makes me feel like, though, the guys that were saying all this stuff weren't exactly the guys that would be the ones creating the stuff, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, and <laughs> there are people that know a decent amount about technology, I would say, but, yeah. like, everybody who was saying this, you know, there were even some people in the modding scene who were claiming this, which I was shocked, but most people who were claiming this were just, they were really good with computers and other technology, but they had little to no experience with console modifications, and even if they did, they didn't know, they never looked into how the console modifications actually 
work. So that's why I was just like, no, it's going to be a few years until we see anything on these systems. The well, closest I mean, thing we got, sorry, I'll just say this, no. the closest thing we got on these systems was NAND dumps. And I'm like, NAND dumps are a step in the right direction, but a NAND dump, it's it's, it's not a hack. It's yeah. just a NAND dump, dude. It's just I mean, it's a used, NAND dump. It's going to be useful, hopefully, at some point. But, I mean, again, without without a, way, a form of exploitation, it's just a NAND dump. Exactly. So I, I will say, um, dude, I brain farted. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say something as you were talking, and now I, I completely freaking blanked out on what the hell I was saying or what could, I was thinking. Could I just say real quick that I'm actually uh, – I mean I do want to see, see these systems modded, but I'm actually okay with the way everything is right now because it's, it's, just, it's, it's so nice and quiet on PS4 and Xbox One. <laughs> Oh yeah, there's no, yeah, there's nothing crazy. I mean, I haven't even really been on mine, but I mean, I know that I saw someone post the other day saying something about oh, I'd love to play MW3, but and it has something to do with like modding, basically. You exactly, know? and and see, that's actually one thing. That's why, that's one reason why I'm against cross generation games because, for example, Grand Theft Auto Five, Grand Theft Auto Five, they couldn't really help it, but like the Call of Duty games, even the new Call of Duty Black Ops Three is going to be coming out on old generations of systems, and I'm just like, no, like especially if it's an online game so pretty much grand theft auto online call of duty in case you don't know you can mod those technically on next generation systems what you do is you go on the ps3 or 360 and mod your accounts and then transfer them over yeah i'm thinking though that they're gonna have to do a better job of cracking down on that because i do remember that well they do but then just bypasses come out that's true I just know that on one of the Call of Duties when they first came out, I knew a lot of people modding them, and everyone got reset, dude. It was every single Call of Duty that's happened, and it just, like, Ghosts that happened, Advanced Warfare that happened, Black Ops 3, I guarantee, because it's coming out on 360 and PS3, people are going to have modded stats and all that on Xbox One and PS4. But didn't people get banned, dude? For, I swear there was one of them where, like, they actually got banned. Uh, Advanced Warfare, they were banning, but there's even bypasses around. Like, Daniel, there's bypasses for everything because the Call of Duty community just has... They have a lot of skids, I'll say that, but they also do have a lot of talented coders. Yeah, so they figure out a way to fuck with the system. Exactly. I'm going to get around it. Um, well, okay, what 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 is your opinion then, dude? What do you... How, like, if you had to guess... When, when are we going to get something, dude? Ugh. Let's see. See, that like backtracking, the Xbox 360, for example, it didn't have a stable third-party running hack on there until maybe 2009. That was with the JTAG exploit. Prior to that, we actually did have the King Kong exploit, but because it was so obscure and so early into the system's lifecycle and not many people even knew how to do it, uh, it just died off and it got patched away. That was it. Uh, so the Xbox 360 was about three and a half almost four years until you know we got the system cracked wide open we had flash drives up until that point but even you know it took so many years to really perfect that i believe like drive flashing was really perfected in you know 2011 2012 uh, once light touch 2 and light touch 3 the final revisions of light touch end up coming out uh, but honestly the xbox one and ps4 uh, they came out in 2013 optimistically like me being really optimistic i want to say late 2016 maybe even mid 2017 we might see something okay like like some type of hello world or like some type of big breakthrough because even like people are getting excited like when the sdk for the xbox one leaked out they're like oh yeah the xbox one's gonna get mod i'm like no this just this helps out with xbox one research but xbox one still has a long ways to go before it gets modded yeah well i mean the thing is too just because you're smart with electronics, and even if you know programming, and even if you know a decent amount about hardware, reverse engineering is a whole other level of just intenseness, dude. Oh yeah. You know, you you ha- you can't just you have to know the hardware so well that you can find a loophole in it. It's it's not it's not easy. Like I mean, I when I was really interested in it, I was like, oh yeah, I want to learn about this all. It's not really, in my opinion, something you can just pick up, dude. It takes lots and lots of research and time, and I mean. I feel like most of the people that are okay, maybe not, maybe not fully, but I feel like most of the people that are actually involved with cracking it, they kind of like work in the field somehow. Does that make sense? Or it does make sense because there's actually been like several things that have been leaked internally from you know the previous generations. Yeah, so that, that that's that's kind of my opinion on it because I, I don't know, just from what I'm seeing here, it's just not. I mean, I like to think that I'm somewhat at least 
average, if not a little bit above average in terms of understanding electronics, things like that. But, dude, no way in hell could I ever do, you know, an exploit of my own. At least, you know, it would take so much time, dude, mm -hmm. for me to, you know, be able to do anything at all in terms of, like, helping with the community. Because I'd love, don't get me wrong, I would love to contribute in one way, shape, or form to the community. Um, but it's like... You know, my my, I can only do what I know, and that's not not enough to do any sort of like really intense contribution of all you know at all. Yeah, and I'll I'll say this as well too. Really talking about these systems and everything, uh, this will kind of put in perspective. The PlayStation Vita that came out in either 2010 or 2011. Just for time's sake, I'm going to say 2011. Uh, from what I've seen, I need to look into it more. They just got not. Not modding because you could mod the PSP side on the PS Vita. Just like on the Wii U, you can mod the Wii side on the Wii U. That doesn't count. The Vita itself finally got a Vita-level working third-party code crack running on it. Like, you can run unsigned code on the Vita side of the system now. And you can run emulators and all that. It, it, it's 2015, and this system came out in 2010 or 2011. Yeah, so it took four, four and a half years. Exactly. And see, another thing is a lot of these groups, like, for example, like Fail Overflow and several other people and groups, uh, they actually, they support the systems. Now, they're like us where they support them, they want them to succeed, but they also want them modded. So there's a lot of teams that actually came out and they said, like, for example, with the Wii U and the Vita, they said, we've already cracked the system open. Uh, but the thing is, we don't want to get hit with a lawsuit or anything. And at the same time, the system is barely sold. It's still new. We want this to succeed. So we've done it. We've shown, yes, it is possible. Now it's your turn. Gotcha. So they're, kind, just... they're, they're kind of doing just like, they're just kind of pushing people. They're like, we did it. Now push. Now you do it. It's your turn. Well, that's kind of cool, though, in a way, dude. Because, I mean, again, ultimately, if... if... It, modding, as much as it could be awesome for a system, it could completely ruin a system. Dreamcast. Yeah. It was way... Dreamcast, modding. Dreamcast. How... I, I say that because um, the Dreamcast came out in 1999, and I want to say the same... I don't think it was the same year. Like, the next year, um, they they found out how to play pirated games on the system easily, and all you oh. needed was a CD burner. Yeah, you're right. I'm, cause yeah. I, I had one, and it was I, I. I made a backup of a game too, or like whatever. Not backup. I, I burnt the game for the Dreamcast because <laughs> it was a game. I can't remember what game it was, but I, was it House of the Dead? Good game. Been. Yeah, it's a kick-ass game. But I, I was stoked on it, and I did it, and it was it was super easy, dude. Mm -hmm. And see, the, the big problem with that is because so many developers and all that will cite the Dreamcast. You know, just like we don't want to be like that system because it was a great system. But uh, the problem is when it came out. Sega sold it at a loss, and they said, we're going to make up for it with software sales. Well, software was cracked, and you didn't even need a mod chip or anything. It's like, all you need is a CD burner. So what? You spend 200 bucks on a burner and then $50 on CDs. You don't have to uh, like buy games again. So Sega took a loss because they were selling their system at a loss, and they couldn't sell any software. That And that was pretty much like the fall of Sega. That was the last Sega console. The reason why like the other systems have done so well is because, yes, there are a lot of people. They modify their systems and all that. But like the Xbox 360, the PS3, uh, both of those systems, you need to find either a very specific system or uh, like for the PS3. If you find a old enough system on a low enough uh, firmware, you just need a flash drive to uh, hack it up. That's it. Uh, while as the Xbox 360, for any type of hack, not a mod, like not USB mods or anything, but any type of hack... You need to crack open the system, and people are terrified of opening their systems. Oh yeah, that's why you have all the services going on. Exactly. Well, what do you, do you think that when these uh, next generation hack, not next, but current generation uh, hacks and mods come out, do you think it's going to be uh, re requiring some sort of soldering? Do you think it's some plug and play? I, I think it's going to require soldering, and I wouldn't be surprised. If, like, let's say, like an Xbox One right now, like. Uh, an Xbox One console only and all that with like the controller, just an Xbox One without the Kinect is like 300 bucks or 300, $350. It's 350 right now. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if let's say an Xbox One hat came out right now if people were flipping those for like $700, $800 pre, pre-modified. Yeah. Like, I mean, you remember this, but back in the heyday of JTAGs, the worst Xbox you could get, which was like a Xenon console only, no hard drive, no cables, no controller, you could sell that for like 300 bucks if it was JTAGed. I, I, I want to say that my first uh, Xenon JTAG ever sold sold for four hundred bucks, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I threw it up on eBay, and that's that's that was the the highest bid. So <laughs> nice. I mean, yeah. Well, now I'm permanently banned from eBay. So whoever okay, don't cool. sell hack shit on eBay. And don't if you sell do, hack shit on eBay. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, I can't have a PayPal for life either, dude. Yeah, when, when dopes when I have to transfer money to dope store, I'm just like, okay, well, what can you use? <laughs> I'm like, do you have food stamps? <laughs> I am now accepting EBT, so <laughs> hook me up, man. <laughs> I live in a trash can, <laughs> no. but um, yeah. So uh, 
God, I don't know what the hell is. I think I, I, mean, I think it's the heat. It is starting to get to me. My brain is just like killer bees. Mush. Oh my god. Um, when do you think that the systems will be hard modded, or we'll see like any third party code, or actually even another question for that? You can answer both of them. What do you think we'll see first? Like you know, third party code running or backup games running? Hmm. Um. God. I think. Well, I think it depends. I, I think that it depends on. If someone creates a way to flash the disk drives, um, then perhaps we'll, or, you know, some kind of a flash, then perhaps we'll see that first. But my thing is just because of the fact that I feel like the disk drive and the console are much more connected with this current gen of consoles than they were last gen, um, that it might actually require a full exploit of some sort to actually allow backups to be ran, dude. I think they're just as connected as they were before, though. Well, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I guess I guess so, because, I mean, on the Xbox 360, the disk drive was constantly updated with the updates, too. I, I, I guess I'm more thinking, like, the the uh, the whole... Di- I would say this, this, this generation of consoles at least definitely got a lot more of uh, digital stuff versus last-gen consoles. That's true. And one thing, actually, I will say with uh, the Xbox One. Now, I don't know. that This was a update. This is about a year ago. You can now play with one of the updates that enabled um, burned Blu-ray movie support. Uh, and I don't know if the drive firmware was updated or the system software was updated. But point being, it is very possible for Microsoft to add and remove features just like that and maybe even reflash drives on these systems again. Uh, and one thing, I'll be honest, I was shocked that this never came out on 360. It might. Maybe in a few years, I'd love to see the development. Uh, but I'm shocked that on 360, for example, you can hard mod the system and flashing the drive to play backup games is a completely separate entity on its own. Because... Microsoft has demonstrated that they do have the power to reflash drives. And I would think, you know, for example, if you have a JTAG and you JTAG your system, you could load up, you know, like an XEX type thing uh, on a flash drive and then just flash over new firmware to your DVD drive. That's interesting. Because I like, I know it's possible because Microsoft has demonstrated it's possible. And I'm like, why the hell is that not a thing, at least on hard modded systems? Yeah, you mean versus having to rip the rip the uh, disk drive out? Exactly. That's a trip, dude, because, yeah, well, we know that they're connected. If they're able to reflash them during the updates, you, you think that somebody would tap into it because there's so many, like, um, cre- you know, really user-friendly tools that have been created to update, like, your, your dashboard and things like that. So Exactly. Why can't they do that? That's interesting. I've actually never even thought about that because, again, I, you're much more <laughs> you, you are much more involved with, like, actual drive flashing. I, I, I think that I only flashed, like, I mean, a handful of drives in the years of having, you know, flash drives being available. But I, I could definitely see how, like, you know, for updating and things like that, especially, like you just said, it's, it's even though it's not that difficult to like, open up your console, it's still, why do it if you don't need to? Mm-hmm. Like, people, uh, like, if, if people say it's impossible, I'm just like, Microsoft did it. It's obviously not impossible if the company that made the system was able to do it remotely. Yeah, no, that's that's a trip. That would definitely be something that would be neat to see, dude. I mean, I I, I do feel like, though, I, I, I feel like the Xbox 360 modding scene is, like, pretty much dead, though, dude. I mean, I know that's not true because there's still, like, mods coming out and things like that. And because, like you just said, you know, Black Ops 3 is coming out on there, I guarantee you there's going to be Black Ops 3 mods and things like that, obviously. But, uh... but... <laughs> oh, it's you know it is, too, because you said it as well, you know. It's, it, I know. It, it, I know. It's, <laughs> like, it's all... not if. It's going to happen. All they have to do is just separate the fucking servers between the two generations and they'll fix it. I think they just don't give a shit enough, they, dude. I really don't think they do. I mean, yeah, they are band happy, but it's like, well, shit, how good are the bands if they get bypassed every single update? Uh, I, I I don't know. So I mean, And you I, know, you know, like, yeah, Black Ops 3, let's say, yes, it's going to be, you know, like, mod-proof and all that. But then, nine months after Black Ops 3 comes out, they're going to stop caring about it because the new Call of Duty is going to come out, and then everyone's going to be modding it. Oh, yeah. It's just, you know, history has a funny way of repeating itself. Exactly. You know, so I, it's sad. It's been like that with, like, every single Call of Duty. And, again, I'm not, I've talked about this a million times, but, like, I, I don't Call of Duty modding every once in a while is fun. And if you want to do it with your friends or whatever, it's fine. But when it's affecting everyone's game, and, like, the thing is, when I play Call of Duty, I'm playing one of two ways. One, 
I'm just being an idiot and not caring at all. And I'm just like goofing around and having fun and being stupid. Or I'm playing like I'm a soldier in battle and like this shit is crucial <laughs> for like the fate of humankind. So, you know, when I'm playing like that, it's fucking annoying when you've got homeboy with God mode and, you know, all that stuff. So I, it just, I feel like it definitely has a negative impact on the game as a whole when you're allowing that kind of stuff, especially with how widespread and easily available it is. Um, you know, due to the fact that RGHs and JTAGs and RJTAGs and all that are like, you know, not 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 a diamond in the rough anymore. Yeah, and that's the big thing with it as well, too. Like, I just, what am I trying to say with this all? Like, that's the nice thing about PC, for example. Like, you could do things like that, but on PC, like, if I want to, I could set up a separate server and be like, Daniel, join my server on here on Modern Warfare 2, and we'll fuck around with a bunch of mods. And you know who it's affecting? Daniel and I, and that's it. Or, or people that want to, and they're knowing that this is what the server's for. Exactly. Which is the way it should be. Yeah, and that's why, for me, it's just like, you know, when it affects, you know, a public... Like, for example, if you did it in private matches and you kept it to that, I'd be like, okay, sure. But if it's public and it's affecting leaderboards, it's affecting people that are just getting into games and they don't want to get into modded games like that, that's where it sucks. Yeah, it definitely ruins it for people, man. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I, I don't know. In terms of when I think it'll be released, too, I... I, I, I... I have no idea. Again, if we're going based off like history, like you just did, basically with with you know the Xbox 360 and how long it was, and also the PS Vita. Um, do you know off the top of your head roughly how long it was with the PS3 before it was uh, jailbroken? Oh, that's a good question. It came out in 2006. GeoHot, I want to say, released a hack for it because they were dongles and all that, but there were official jailbreaks. So dongles existed in maybe 2008, 2009. Uh, I got my first PS3, I want to say, when did I get that thing? I got my first PS3 in 2010, and that's when there were jailbreaks available. So that also took about four, three, four years, something like that, for something solid to come out of that. Well, but do you think that since last generation consoles, that this generation has a much larger following of modders and things like that? Like, uh, but I, Okay, when I say that, I don't mean just people that are interested in modding because of Call of Duty, but I mean people that are actually, you know... I don't want to, this sounds like a dick word, but intelligent, <laughs> you know, pe- 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 what I mean is like people that actually can contribute to it. Do you think there's a bigger following of it now or not necessarily? There is a bigger following, but I even think, I want to say even five years after the systems like are out, like, so we might be thinking like 2018, something like that, because each generation it has gotten, it's taken longer and longer to modify. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just look back in history, look for all the hacks and all that. Each generation has taken longer to modify, so I don't think this generation will be faster, and if it is, awesome. But I want to say, you know, as I said, I don't think we're going to see anything until optimistically. Like, this is me, like, you know, like, all guns out and everything, Mm -hmm. late 2016. And that's okay. me just, like, giving, like, a really, really, really optimistic answer. Yeah, you're, you're being kind. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I'd love to be proven wrong, though. Oh, yeah. That, that I'd be stoked, though. I mean, if something did come out, just because it's it's exciting and I miss, like, when I got into YouTube, um, you know, which was 2010, basically, it was, like, the prime of everything, you know? It there was. There was just so much shit coming out, dude. It was, like... Like, go home, and I've got four or five things to talk about. Like, it was, there was never a dull moment. There'd be days, dude, where I'm like, I'd record a video in the morning, and like, oh, shit, like, I gotta go right now. I gotta record a video. Like, because, you know, <laughs> like, this is, there's, like, some really cool stuff that just came out. But for me, it's like, right now, I, I'm not as concerned. Like, I didn't PC game at all last generation. Now that I've, like, upgraded my graphics card, I just upgraded both my mouse and keyboard. I'm in love with my setup at this point. So, um, for me, like, the consoles are... Again, just for exclusives, like, I'm really excited for... There's a game coming out on PS4, dude. I, I, off the top of my head right now, I can't think of it. Uh, Until Dawn? Because mm, I'm you, excited about that. That's a horror it, game. No, it's not Until Dawn. I, remember, I'm a pussy. I don't play horror games. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, no, it's a game, dude, where you're like a chick with a... Cro- you have a fucking bow and arrow, dude, and there's all these robot things coming at you. Uh, it's not Enslaved, because that one came out last year. Oh, shit. It was, was at E3. You I know. To... I know. I, I know. I know what you're talking about. Hold on. Let me break okay. up the document real quick. Okay. Okay. Entertain everyone for a few seconds. Okay. Hold on. Horizon. Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay, that's it. Horizon. That game, dude, I fucking want it. It looks yeah. awesome. It looks the combining like caveman post-apocalyptical type shit with fucking robots. Like, sign me up, dude. It, it just looks so dope to me. It does it look great. Of, it, it reminds me of almost like I don't know if you've ever played. Have you played Monster Hunter? Yeah. Okay. It kind of reminds me of like a Monster Hunter, but the monsters are fucking robots. Mm-hmm. 
You know, it, it looks really, really good. Um, complete side note. Oh, no, this won't be up by that time. Never mind. I was going to say, I was going to tell everyone about Amazon's Prime Day that's coming up on Wednesday, but I forgot this won't be up by then. So. Yeah, it won't. Uh, whatever. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so for me, like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to be, like, when I want to take a crack at my consoles, I'm going to be more so messing around with, like, hardware in terms of, like, probably painting my consoles and cutting out windows and adding LEDs and shit. Like, that'll keep me entertained once I start for at least a solid, like, six months to a year, dude. Because, like, once I go at it, I know there's going to be, like, a bunch of things I'll want to add to it. Mm-hmm. So I- I'm content right now with life. Like, in the gaming, you know, I've got games that are, you know, I want to play and stuff like that. So I'm hoping that, like, once that dies down, then maybe, like, that's when they'll come out with some stuff. But... Um, I mean, there's just so many things that I'm, I'm like pumped. For. Like, this is complete sidetrack, real quick, Mister Mario. But I gotta ask, are you getting, are you getting Battlefield, dude? No. I mean, Star Wars Battlefront. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, I probably will actually. I okay, just don't okay. know what system I'm, I'm gonna get it on, but like, it does look really good. Okay, get it on PS4. End of that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I'll get it on PS4 as well. And then also, I wanted to ask you this. I was, you know, how um Disney has like that D3 Expo. No. God damn it. I, I, my last girlfriend dude, was like the biggest Disney fan. So I'm just like, I know about this. Well, Disney has this huge expo every year, which I think is called D3, I want to say. That, that might not be it, but it, I want to say it's D3. Well, apparently they're going to be announcing uh, apparently some stuff about Kingdom Hearts on it, Edit, dude. Ooh. So, yeah, I had to let you know because I'm sitting here just like a little bit excited, like half chubbins, and I'm just like, Mr. Mario <laughs> can totally appreciate this. So Yes, yes, dude. I, I can't wait for Kingdom Hearts oh, 3. Dude, oh. dude, when it comes out, like I'm just saying, if you guys are like, where's, Do- where's he? Is he dead? I'm like, no, dude, I'm just fucking playing Kingdom Hearts, man. Because mm-hmm. I was watching on... Uh, uh, on Twitch the other night, I was browsing through some of the games, and then like the top forty games that were being played at that moment in stream, Kingdom Hearts Two was one of them. Mm-hmm. Which was I was Kingdom like, Kingdom Hearts oh, Two is a very popular game to stream, even to this day. Like I, I yeah, because well, they released the HD version on PS3. Oh yeah, that's you're right. Because I was like wondering, I'm like, people are streaming this shit off of their PS2s, but that's exactly you're right. It is. It's the <laughs> it's like the re the remastered, you know, whatever they're called, the mm-hmm. ones you have. Yeah, so that's freaking awesome. But yeah, I don't I don't know, dude. I'm I'm not too concerned about when it's going to be dropped, but being real, um, you know, and like we just said, basically going off that four-year mark, I, I, like your your guess, your guess is probably as good as mine, you know, and I, I don't see it happening probably any earlier than end of next year. But again, anything's possible, dude. It depends if like someone on the inside, like you know, releases yeah. something that's really crucial to it all, or and man. You know, you know, I'm just going to say this. Enjoy the time you have while you've got it. Because I know I sound old-fashioned, but, like, look at it right now. Like, people on Xbox One are just like, yeah, no, Xbox 360 sucks. It's completely hacked up online. Same thing that happened, like, when the Xbox 360 came out. A lot of people were just like, yeah, the Xbox 360 is better. Because every time I try and go into a match on Halo 2, it's all modded up. Because by the time, you know, the Xbox 360 came out, it was so easy to take a modified Xbox online. Yeah, so it's 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 going to happen again. It's yeah. going to happen. And it's a, you know, and again, it's going to be a cat and mouse game with Xbox patching it, hackers, you know, bypassing it, Xbox. Patch, it's gonna, it's gonna be the same shit. It's just, it's not a matter of if it's when. And and again, like right now, I'm pretty content. I will say that I am pretty pumped because I know Windows 10 is dropping right at the end of this month. I saw. Yes. Um. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Xbox does with their whole UI. Uh. Because again, there's supposed to be some yeah, major because, updates. Yeah. Right? Because I I hate the Xbox One UI oh, so much. Dog shit. Dog oh, shit. Dude. I hate Absolutely. it. Terrible. Yeah, like be, I, I, I'll say this: I've had the Xbox One since launch, and now I will say, now finally, I'm liking the Xbox One, like you know, about as much as my PS4. But that UI sucks, and I still don't like the name either. The Xbox One—that's a horrible name. Yeah, it, it definitely to me because one of my buddies was asking me which would you recommend uh, PS4, Xbox One, and I said uh, I, I basically <laughs> basically did my commentary again, but in person-to-person format where I was just. You know, talking a lot of just like, shit. fuck the Xbox One. <laughs> I was like, here, here, let me let me see this. And then I took the ad out for Best Buy, and I pooped, and then I wiped my ass with the oh. Xbox <laughs> Just kidding. But anyways, um, but I, I was basically telling him, you know, but he's he's going away for six months to the uh, CHP program. So I was like, you know what, dude, they're coming out with a big-ass update. So when you get out and you're debating buying it, hit me back up again. Because for me, if they really update and upgrade their, their UI, like, that is my biggest gripe with the mm-hmm. xbox one is that stupid ass interface dude you know what L- let's see this i want to see when mods come out for it, some ui tweaks 
That would be kick ass, mm-hmm. dude. That like, what if you could have like the original like 360 style blades on the it's, Xbox One? Uh, too, uh, that'd be badass, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, that'd be freaking. That'd be freaking awesome. I am. Um, I'm also really intrigued to see. Um, they were talking about basically being able to stream stuff from like Xbox to PC and PC to Xbox, like through Windows 10. I'm actually really interested to see how that all plays out. I don't think you could do PC to Xbox, but I know you could stream, you know, on your PC Xbox games. So, um, I know people who've tried it. I haven't tried it yet, but people have said that it is really, really good. Um, the people that have been messing around with betas or whatever? Exactly, yeah. Early access or whatever? Yes, people have been playing around with it on their Windows 10, like, preview builds and all that, and they've said that, like, you know, like, one person was saying, yeah, I'm playing it on, like, a heap of shit PC right now, and it plays perfectly, just because it's just, it's projecting everything over. There's really no processing that happens on your PC. Do you know if you're using your mouse and keyboard then, or how's it working? Uh, no, you're still using a controller from what I know. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll use it once uh, I get Windows 10 on my laptop at least. Yeah, I, I'm interested in definitely taking it for a test drive too, just to see what it's all about because I I do like the concept and I'm also also really interested to see when they finally have the whole backwards compatibility thing going on, dude. Which games are actually going to be accepted? Because I did see mm-hmm. a list somewhere and it wasn't really that long of a list, so it'd be interesting to see with time like how many games from 360 you're actually allowed to play on the Xbox One. Bring me Call of Duty Four and, and I'll be happy. I want MW2, dude. MW2? Oh, I want that one as well, but like for yeah. me, top priority is Call of Duty 4, but right now the top game on there is Black Ops 2. Wait, what do you mean? Like, there's a site where you could vote right now. Oh, really? Yeah, the top game is Black Ops 2. I haven't even seen that, dude. I'll there's send a, you a link. There's a game I want to play, dude. I don't know if it's on PS3 or PS2, but my buddy says it's like fucking phenomenal. It's called Shadow of Colossus. Yes. Have uh, you, you played it? You, uh, it's amazing. You can get it on PS3 through the HD collection there. Okay, originally it's a PS2 game? Yes. Okay, yeah, I remember him telling me so it is just absolutely it phenomenal. Was, it was a phenomenal game, and also, you know, because yeah, uh, Ico came out, and then the same team pushed out Shadow of the Colossus, and now they're doing The Last Guardian. That's why The Last Guardian was such a big deal. That's why you had, like, grown men crying. <laughs> Wait, isn't that the game where they said it wasn't going to happen? Uh, it was pretty much vaporware. Like it was supposed to be on PS3, but then um, it got pushed back to the PS4, and it's it's looking so nice now. I swore though, dude. I swore I read an article saying that if it hadn't been for the community's push for this game and how much hype they'd gotten for it, that it wouldn't have happened. Wasn't Maybe that Shinmu? Mm, you did the, you did this, huh? This is from your this is from your video. I think so. I feel like yeah, I'm totally just fucking things up right now. <laughs> More, more, more fake news from Dope's Wonder. <laughs> Drama alert. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Breaking news. Yeah, you know what? You're actually, that's probably, probably right. I did read something about The Last Guardian somewhere, though, so I'm just going to get my shit all mixed up. I gotcha. Yeah. A- anyways, you know, this commentary, now it's kind of derailing a little bit with well, this whole podcast here, but uh, I sh- we should probably wrap this up because I know you need to jet out here pretty soon as well, right? I got dinner on the stove in three minutes. If I'm not there, my mom's going to beat me with a wooden spoon. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so you know what? We'll go ahead and get you out of here. By the way, I just want to say, because uh, I was going to say this at the beginning, totally forgot, though, but I do want to say this. Uh, yesterday, while we were recording this, you know, July 12th, we lost a super awesome figurehead in the industry, Satori Wada, president of Nintendo. I- I'm dedicating this episode to him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I-, I-, I hadn't heard about it before Mr. Mario told me, but it's definitely a sad you know, sad day that we lost lost him, especially such an important, influential man. And you said he was fifty five years old. I mean, it's only fifty five, man. That's terrible. Yeah, it's really sad. So this is dedicated. This dedicated to him. Yep. Rest in peace, Iwata. Yeah. But anyways, aside from that, this is Mr. Mario signing off. Thank you all for listening, watching, and everything. And uh, Dope Sooner, would you mind giving them all the links to where they can find this wonderful podcast at? God, it's your job. Let's see if I can even remember. I know we're on iTunes and we're on Podbean, and we also have a Facebook fan page. Um, I'm sure Mr. Mario will include all the links in the description like he does. Um, am I missing anything? I feel like that's... You're missing your own channel, man. <laughs> yeah, well, anyways, yeah, if you guys want to subscribe to my channel as well, um, Mr. Mario will include a link to my channel like he always does. It's youtube.com slash dopeswonder. Um, yeah, so that's it. Yep. Anyways, signing off for this time. Later, everyone. Thank you all for listening. Peace out.